0: Welcome to Booz Allen Hamilton's Unstoppable Together podcast, a series of stories that unite us and empower each of us to change the world. I'm Jenny Brooks with Booz Allen Hamilton, and I'm passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Please join me in conversation with a diverse group of thought leaders to explore what makes them and all of us unstoppable. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unstoppable Together Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Brooks, and today I'm excited to be joined by Tom Downs, a proud military veteran with 21 years service and Buzon's director of diversity talent acquisition. Tom, welcome to the podcast.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Jenny. Happy to be here.
0: Thanks for being here. Tom, we often call Booz Allen a natural home for veterans. You've obviously found a professional home here as a veteran. For those listening, can you share with us a little bit about who Booz Allen is, particularly for veterans and those transitioning from their military service?
1: Sure, yeah. Obviously, we're a big defense contractor. Um, We also uh, kind of key ourselves as a technology company. Um, and I you know, selfishly like to also say as a vet, the destination of choice uh, for transitioning veterans and spouses and also caregivers. I mean, we have a huge footprint across the United States, and we also have a, a footprint overseas or OCONUS. Um, so, great opportunities for folks who want to, you know, transition locally and/or, you know, nationally or globally for that matter, in regards to the next steps in their career post-military service. I think it's just another great way that we're, you know, elongating that relationship to the military community is by way of serving differently uh, in a in corporate gray, if you will, in regards to transitioning from the military into corporate America.
0: And you mentioned caregivers. I'm sort of struck by that specifically, particularly as we pull through the pandemic. And I think a lot of people have found themselves in added caregiving situations. Why did you mention caregivers?
1: big part of it, you know, it's it's often overlooked. You know, um, the Dole Foundation has a a tagline for this called the Hidden Heroes. We're also a partner of theirs as well. And uh, it's just a vastly sadly, honestly, overlooked profile within the military community because, you know, so many veterans transition from the service uh, with either visible or uh, invisible injuries, as they say, uh, that require, you know, immediate, long-term, if not lifetime care, you know, post-military service. And a lot of that, you know, creates obviously uh, some additional requirements that were not previously there for their respective spouses or uh, significant others. And, you know, that's the, the term caregivers. It's just a huge piece of making sure that once that veteran transitions out and they need that follow-on treatment or care, it creates a strain. And uh, it's an opportunity for us to make sure they're not overlooked and they're not hidden. We want to make sure that we encompass the entire military family when we're trying to outreach, engage, and, of course, hire talent. Uh, they are part of our you know, outreach and engagement specifically to make sure we're not overlooking them.
0: Yes, I think also you know, living our purpose and values, part of that is – sharing our stories and having the courage to to be forthright about our stories and where we are and right. um, you know to find a place with people who will meet you where you are and and listen and embrace the diversity of those experiences we've always proudly shared that Buzon's workforce is 30% military or military affiliated with a third of our team having military exposure experience what would you want Those who are now making the transition to know, and what would you want the other two-thirds of the workforce to know about those who are transitioning from the military?
1: I think for the ones that are starting their journey, as far as you know, hanging up the uniform, so to speak, in regards to you know turning the page on their career and moving on to the next thing, I think it's start soon, start early, start now. Um, you know, as I transitioned out just about 10 years ago, which is like you know, obviously a decade plus, it seems like eternity, but I think I took it to heart where the transition assistance program, or TAP, as it's called, is required for every service member and spouse can attend as well uh, to do that as they're transitioning out of the military, and you can do that from about one year out. Give or take, I went three times. <laughs> so it's just a matter of you, you can do it once, you can do it as many times as you want. But I want to make sure I had this right. I'm an Army veteran, and no different than doing a, what's called a sand table exercise before you do you know, some kind of a movement or activity. Um, I wanted to make sure I was fully prepared for that transition into corporate America. Be it resume, be it Dress for Success, be it networking, you know, talking to employers. You know, so start early now. And for my team specifically in the military talent acquisition space, our goal is to get left of transition but I want to talk to you when you're 12, 18 months out from making that decision and making that pivot because we can talk to you, we can guide you, we can mentor you, we can have those coaching conversations and inform you about what's next here. And if it's not here, where else can we help you get a spot? Um, you know, We're a big advocate for you know what I've keyed is a helper hire. There's 200,000 vets getting out every year. We can't hire every one of them, uh, mm-hmm. be it because of skill set matching and or geo locations where you want to live. We may not have a space. But if I can help you get to that next opportunity or my team can, we'll network with you. We'll have coaching conversations with you. And we'll also network you within our professional networks of other recruiters, other companies doing the same great effort. So just once again, start early, start now. Get far left of transition. Don't wait to the last minute. And for the two-thirds that are, you know, also our teammates that are equally as important and valued here or or any other company is learn about the veteran community. You know, you don't have to, you know, have served to be an ally or a champion for or of. That's part of us, not all of us. And uh, it's what helped make us to who we are today. And I'd be a fool to say that it didn't, but it did. Be it personally, professionally, leadership, et cetera, it was all shaped, you know, via the military. But that is not what I start with in a conversation. That's probably what I end with uh, as far as an introduction kind of thing. If I even say it, I want you to you know, value me for my skills, traits and abilities and what I can provide to the organization and the team. Learn more about me as a person. And that's just a complimentary piece no more than you going to university A and I went to university B. It's just part of what makes us uh, a person.
0: hmm Are there one or two key themes or trends that you hear from transitioning military that are the concerns as they look to make the transition? Are there a couple of things that typically stand out.
1: I think one big one is trying to understand, you know, what their skill sets and experiences are from the military and how that transitions into corporate America. Uh, that's probably one of the biggest conversation topics that we have, be it at in-person events, virtual events, or, you know, we also host a quarterly uh, info session as well. That's free for all to join. I have this skill set. Where am I a match at your company? And I think just taking the time to, you know, one, have the conversations with the recruiters that are aligned to the military community because they'll totally coach you through that process. But secondly is, you know, doing additional homework on the front side uh, for you. A better conversation would be, hey, I've researched these three or four or five different jobs at your organization. I'm a good match because of A, B, C, and D. What do you think off of my skill set and their qualifications for the job? which one of these would be the best match for me? Uh, That's gonna be a a faster, you know, solution set for a conversation and ending versus, hey, uh, I've got this experience, where would I be a good match? You know, that's when you're going into more of a a life coaching conversation (laughs) versus, you know, let's get to a a next step in our career. I'd say that is one. And then secondly is understanding compensation expectations. From the military, you get your housing allowance, you get your clothing allowance, you get your base pay. You might have specialty pays for jump or, you know, special forces or recruiting duty or what have you. How's that correlate into corporate America? And know what your value is to the organization and to any organization for that matter. You can look on um, different websites like glassdoor.com is a big one where you can look at, you know, what your skill sets are, the job you're applying for, what that equates to for dollars. But I think part of that also is, you know, understanding that, don't get wed to a dollar, get wed to the opportunity. And with that, it's what's the total compensation package? Is $1,000 or $2,000 going to keep me from taking that job? Absolutely not. That's going to be probably $2 a month in your paycheck. You know, look at the big picture of what is the total compensation package what's the base pay obviously is there a sign-on bonus is there a relocation paid is there a 401k match is there stock options do you got to pay for parking is there employee match very flexibility in account all those different things are the total compensation package and of course the annual bonus process so so take all that into consideration before you come forward with a dollar amount but last i'd say don't get wet to a set dollar amount because that's not going to typically end well, just, you know, get wet to a range and have a, a more of a productive conversation.
0: Great. All right. An important part of our work here is our partnership with hiring our heroes. Can you tell us a little bit about hiring our heroes and our partnership with them?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, just a phenomenal partner, uh, national uh, impact, obviously not global impacts, they do uh, events overseas as well. But as part of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation's initiative, uh, Hiring Our Heroes at the program, we've been a long-standing partner of theirs for just shy or just at 10 years right now. Um, wow. Huge opportunity for us to engage differently. Of course, we can go to any job fair with other vendors, et cetera. But I think Hiring Our Heroes has really gotten the secret recipe figured out, and be it in-person events, virtual events, be it... It's the DOD Skill Bridge Program and, and or Fellowship Program, they call it, where you can transition from the military into corporate America as a vet or a spouse for up to 12 weeks uh, and kind of do a, a pseudo-internship with a company. They've got that figured out. They do a phenomenal opportunity for, you know, once again, the whole community, the whole military family, be it vets, spouses, and of course, those caregivers again. They do it all. It's not just a you know, singularly focused on academy grads or, or what have you. It's all the military, all ranks, all levels to make sure that we are indeed doing what we can. In to place these you know transitioning service members that are a huge value add to our workforce and spouses <laughs> into the workforce.
0: Awesome. And I'd be remiss if I didn't take a moment to brag. Buzon recently <laughs> won an award from hiring our heroes. We received the Wounded Veteran and Military Caregiving Employment Award for demonstrated leadership in addressing the unique employment challenges faced by wounded warriors and military caregivers. And providing pathways to economic stability. Tell us a little bit about this award.
1: Yeah, that was a uh, a huge accomplishment. Yeah, huge, huge accomplishment. I actually. uh, Got a little choked up. We went to get that award that night. It was hugely impactful, uh, just personally and professionally. Um, I think it's just another testament to a a benchmark of our success to be recognized, you know, one, of course, by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and, of course, hiring our heroes, uh, but also it gets our our peer set. You know, that's just a significant recognition for us to receive. And in regards to what we're doing in this space specifically for, Once again, this often overlooked community, unfortunately, but we're doing a part specifically to make sure that it's the whole community, a whole military family, not just a part of it. I think it's so many of the transitioning veterans are going through some extremely challenging medical things post-military service that once again could be short-term or, or long-term. And um, that creates some additional you know, stresses for the family. And we were making sure that the recruiting process is fantastic. Once you get here, but then we move on to the next recruiting event and you're newly hired. Uh, but what we specifically need to make sure you're informed of as that new hire is we have five business resource groups to make sure that that integration, onboarding, and successful career growth happens here. And one of which, of course, is the military BRG, but we also have a disabilities BRG to make sure that those caregiver challenges and also just individual challenges you might have are addressed. They advocate for us changing our benefits. They advocate for flexible work arrangements. They advocate for remote work. I mean, you name it. uh, These BRGs or business resource groups satisfy and help us solve for that, which is critical to retention. And um, I think if we didn't have that, we'd probably be very challenged to make sure that it was a seamless process for many when they come across the finish line and badge in on day one, and they're a critical part of that, which once again ties into your overall us receiving this recognition is that we make sure that that. Courtship, if you will, continues post the recruiting process for your entire career here.
0: I love that. And I'm so touched by the award and the recognition of specifically this category of wounded veterans and the military caregiving employment. And you mentioned the BRGs and some of the supports and flex work. We've had a number of conversations in our work together around military spouses. And can you just speak a little bit to What the journey looks like for military spouses and also some of those specific supports that firms like Booz Allen can offer them because they have a very distinct journey, don't they?
1: Correct. And challenges, obviously, you know, um, I reflect back on, you know, my career and with my wife, the different moves and resetting her career. And this is just extremely challenging. But even while you're in or while we're all out together, you know, transitioning into corporate America is one thing that we do that I think is very unique is that typically when you go through the application process, all companies ask for you know how you self-identify, be it a veteran, a uh, person of color, et cetera. But we also ask about military spouse affiliation. We ask military spouses to self-identify during the application process, not as an afterthought, as a forethought. We wanna make sure that we can, one, uh, know what our demographic is as far as our workforce. But secondly, when you transition into the company, we wanna make sure we can support you and enable you to grow and foster that development. Uh, with that, we have a military spouse network as well that's singularly focused on military spouses, obviously, but we advocate there for remote work. We look also for those permanent change of station, opportunities where you have to still move around because your spouse is in the military, we make sure that we also enable you to be supported in that capacity. So if you're relocating from, say, the west coast to the east coast or vice versa, what can we do to make sure you don't lose this opportunity? That you can maintain this opportunity. they are big advocates for that. And then also, most companies only focus on the veteran. We focus on both the whole package because yeah, it is the whole package. And I think that military spouse network is just a crucial part of that. And last, and a big thing they do as well is a what I'll call a mentorship circle or a buddy program, where once you transition and you you know join the firm as a as a teammate you can join these mentorship circles or buddy programs to make sure that once again your transition is smooth and seamless as you integrate into the organization and become you know one of our teammates
0: and i think having spoken with a number of people coming from all different places a lot of people get intimidated by the idea of a disjointed resume with gaps mm-hmm. in their experience space or movement because they have had to physically move so they've had to go from one employer to the next. And, you know, we really want to have a conversation around the benefits of a disjointed experience base and also how to close the gap together, you know, whether it's experiential training or formal certifications and education or some combination thereof. I would imagine that's part of the conversation that we have with military constituents as well.
1: Correct. Yeah. For the spouses, that is often a a thing that uh, they're hesitant. I agree with you. And as we do as an organization, you know, that that makes you a more well-rounded person and professional. We're not based off of you had to be a company A or B for X number of years or you're a job hopper or what have you. That's the norm anymore. I mean, people are, you know, jumping around from jobs every two to three years is kind of norm in our professional associations nowadays. In a war for talent, that's not an issue anymore. It's not. (laughs) um, But that, once again, I think makes you more well-rounded. We're looking at skills, traits, and abilities, not because you were at a company for 15 years or only there for six months or what have you. I think that's part of the conversation that gives you more of a differentiated experience, experiences to bring forward to us to make us even better and more impactful as an organization. And I think if the question does come up about during the interview process, like, hey, I see that you've had a couple of different opportunities that you've Been at recently, and just be forthright and transparent. You know, some of these things are out of my control. Um, I had to uh, support my spouse, and we relocated from East Coast to West Coast with company A or B. And and unfortunately, they did not have an opportunity for me there to fall into. Um, I had to make a decision. And uh, so we talked through that. And we also make sure that, once again, you cross that finish line, you're here. We're here for the long haul. You know, as long as you want to be a part of our team, we're going to support you.
0: Um, at the end of every podcast, we leave some free space for our guests to leave final words with our audience. What would you like to leave us with today?
1: Oh, geez. I think just echoing again, start now, start early. As you're transitioning out or thinking about transitioning out, you can always have those conversations. Get names and numbers and email addresses as you're at these different job fairs and these networking events so you can what I call your professional spider web starts getting created. Uh, and you can maintain that and sustain that for when you are indeed, you know, make that final decision to move on to your next opportunity and get out of the military. That um, goes for spouses as well. And I think, uh, holistically, be it vet, spouse, caregiver, or non, we're here to do it all. We want to make sure that we're bringing the best and brightest forward to join our team. And, you know, this a huge piece of that is, of course, the military community. Um, but we also make sure that, you know, for our diversity and inclusion initiatives, that is a big pillar piece of it is of course this demographic uh, but also we want to make sure that we're being inclusive with everything that we do we have a huge outreach and engagement effort for huge segments of our university strategy but we also make sure we're inclusive with the words that we use in our job descriptions to make sure that we're not inadvertently uh, getting someone to self eliminate you know by saying different things and words in a job description and we're making sure we're, we're getting better there but then also, once again, we're not based on years of experience, but we want to know what are your skills, traits, and abilities? What can you bring to the organization to make us better? So just keep that in mind as you're shaping your resume and, you know, click and apply for those jobs and just having conversations and, you know, pointing to the finish line so we can get you there sooner and faster.
0: Thanks, Tom. Great speaking with you. I'd love to talk with you again.
1: Sounds good. Thank you, Jenny.
0: Thanks for listening. Visit com to learn how you can be unstoppable with Booze Allen. Be the future. Work with us. The world can't wait.